Hello. All right. Hello. Are, you, are you partying? Are we celebrating? Uh, I mean, it's Friday. All right. That's fuck? that's a good enough reason to celebrate. Damn right. I'm on vacation for two weeks, boy. <laughs> I'm gonna just get fucking wild. Oh, so your vacation's officially started. It is started, boy. I'm gonna just go absolutely <laughs> insane. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. I got I'm in a basement where I've moved furniture. I've got more cat <laughs> I'm shit in a basement. Here, like, My, a cat just took a dump in the litter box, so that's just flying through the air right now. Oh, okay. I gotta be up for the aquarium. I gotta be up for brunch. Wait, you're going I to the be aquarium? going to a wedding? Yeah. What time are you going to the aquarium? Uh that would be ten fifteen Eastern AM. AM Eastern. Well, I won't be there at that time. Well, let's just get fucking wild. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast where we give you our two cents on all things PlayStation. I am your host, Alex Wolf, joined by the one, the only. He's probably not, he's literally not the only that we think about it, Stephen Morrow. Hello. There, there are at least, I think, seven other Stephen Morrows. Is it spelled the same? Yes. I'm friends with most of them on Facebook. That is terrifying. Why would you do that? That's awkward. And they're all, like, different versions of, like, like dream versions of myself, if that makes sense. So they do things that you wish you could do. Yeah, one of them is a sound producer for the fireworks shows at Disney World. Hmm. Yeah, that's a shame because you could barely get sound working for this podcast. Oh, listen, listen. Boy. All right. I want to apologize for being a little bit late. Uh, we were ready to go. And then the audio was was fucked on my end. So yeah. if if things get weird, it's it's probably because of me <laughs> or yeah, because Alex got too drunk on the podcast and didn't give a fuck or because of that. <laughs> probably a bit of that. Hello, Trip Fantasy. Welcome to the stream. Get out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Where's that kind of day, boy? God. Oh. Coming at him. So how are you That's... doing? How, you, how have you been? Uh, you know, honestly, so this week's been just, like, a lot. And yeah. it has continued to just be, a, like, every time I turn around, there is a new thing set, like, for me. So I think in, I, in a good I, way or a bad way? Yes and no. So on one hand, I don't want to do a lot of shit because I'm on my vacation. But on the second hand, my sister-in-law is in town from California. I'm spending a lot of time with her, and I'm enjoying her being here with her baby. So it's all fun stuff. Those things that are happening are fun. But it's okay. like being – I'm not one to be enjoy – I don't enjoy being told, oh, by the way, we're doing this thing. I like at mm. least being informed like, hey, are you cool with this? And just even if it's like – if I were to say no, I'd still end up saying yes. I prefer that than it just like popping up on my calendar like, oh, by the way, you're doing this thing. So like I woke up one morning, and Rachel and I were talking, and she was like – Oh, okay. I was, I'm like, what do we have all planned? Like, is there something happening? She goes, well, we're going to the zoo. Or no, we're going to the aquarium. I'm like, okay. And one day we're going to the zoo. I'm like, all right. And then we're going to the Festival of Lights. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Those last two things are at the same place. She goes, I know. But on separate days. She goes, uh-huh. And I'm like, did I know oh. about this beforehand? Like, was I told and I forgot? Or is this the first time I'm hearing this? Because it happens a lot where I'm told and I forget. And she's like, I think it's for something you're hearing this. I'm like, okay. Just making sure I'm not going crazy. So all of those things, while fun, I had 
no fucking plan on doing them whatsoever. (laughs) Like I was very much like, I'm going to just get drunk in my boxers and play Halo, young man. (laughs) Honestly, like whenever I have free time where I can do whatever I want, Mm -hmm. I like to just do whatever I want. Exactly. And sometimes it kind of sucks when it's like, oh, by the way, here's this, 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 this. Yeah, because it feels like it's now a task. Even though it's fun, it's still a task. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, man. Sometimes you just want to be naked and play Halo. Yeah. It'd be like yeah. that. It'd be like that sometimes. So, uh, but you, how how you, how you doing? I've 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 been doing all right. I actually. Uh, I've got the Christmas spirit flowing through my veins right now. Uh, and Appreciate sorry, that's audio that's listeners, fine. you won't be able to see this. But look, I, uh, I put up the Christmas tree. Oh, you're on it. Look themed, at you. Look and at you, I made look it look like Santa already came. Do you see that? But he didn't. Nope, they're empty boxes. <laughs> uh, it, I just like to feel like I'm not poor. Uh, <laughs> so it's just a bunch <laughs> of trash. But it looks real good. It looks like It looks like a nice big Christmas. Uh, I got the the PS5 box there empty. Uh, <laughs> see, see, I did a simple. I didn't put my tree, empty. but I, I reorganized the basement because we moved all the cats things down here, so Adam had more room to play around and whatnot. Yeah. And like, I organized and moved everything behind me, so you can see all my mm. my wumwa, my food. It's looking good. Yeah, I, I haven't added anything to it in quite a while. I mean, I guess you know, kind of, I became an adult and stopped, but I mean, like, tis the season. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking something. occasionally I want to add something to it, like here and there, like maybe not necessarily more pops, but probably more pops. Um, some new Yo ones came out that I'm I'm kind of upset I don't have yet. Um, I wouldn't mind owning another statue of something just to put on there, you know. What if it's a statue? Of I don't me? know what. Like, <laughs> no, I don't want that. Just like, <laughs> no, a naked statue of me. No. I don't want. No, God. <laughs> I was gonna say no one wants that, but that'd be a lie. I'm sure there are people out there that want that. Somebody told me there's people out there that do already have that, and you just don't know. I feel like some people would pay to not have that. That is true. At least one one of the the viewers right now wants one. <laughs> Who is in it? I don't even have. I don't have the console. We got Trip. It's my brother. My brother it's wants a naked statue of me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. You're yes, not. You are. You're not just another viewer. He is. Not another viewer because he's the only viewer right now. I'm pretty sure. I so he's so. The, I think he right. is the viewer. How does that make you feel? You are yeah. the viewer, the one and only. Mm-hmm. So, um, I made a mistake today. All right. So I love what you say today, but we know like there's at least one made every day since last week. At least well, one. I'm taking it off the list at least. Uh, so, uh, where I work, there's a movie theater above me. And so all day while I'm working, I smell movie theater popcorn. And that's a big addiction of mine. It's a problem. Yeah. Uh, but I tried my best to not succumb to my cravings today. So I bought a good old-fashioned bucket, uh, a microwavable bucket of our good pal Orville Redenbacher. Orville Redenbacher. Wait, hold on. I feel like you still succumb because you just bought popcorn still. Yeah, but it's significantly less expensive than movie theater popcorn. That is So true. I was like, all right, I'm going to bring this. And there's like a little bakery across the way, and they have a microwave, and I'll just have them microwave the popcorn. It was fine. <laughs> so I go there with this bucket of Orville Redenbacher, 
And I'm like, hey, I had, I have a problem. I didn't want to spend money on movie theater popcorn. Can you just pop this, please? And they said, yeah, that's fine. So they look at the instructions on the bucket, and it says to microwave for uh, between a minute and 30 seconds and three minutes. So they put it in the microwave for two minutes. Okay. That's a good happy medium. Yeah, it, perfect happy medium. It comes out, and there's so much smoke. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, uh, they're just like, I don't know what happened. It was perfectly fine. And then we smelled something burning. And I look in this bucket, and it's pure black. It just, it looks like it was on fire. It's like oh, no. brown around the edges of the bucket. It seriously looks like they put out a fire on my popcorn. And it smelled so bad. And everyone in the bakery just started coughing. <laughs> and I just take this burning bucket of popcorn. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so the best part about this is like it's coming out of a bakery. And they just see this black bowl. So it's, it's like, <laughs> and it's just smoke everywhere. There's so much smoke. It's like I was holding a fog machine. That's how much smoke there was. And I'm just walking back to my store with smoke going everywhere. And people coughing by me. I'm coughing. And I sit there, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. So I just start eating these burnt clumps. <laughs> oh, no, Steven. <laughs> it was a whole mess. It was real no, bad. Steven. <laughs> real, real bad. Uh, but, yeah, that was that was my day. So I think next time I'm just not going to do that again. I thought yeah. I could save some money, and instead I, I almost burned down a building. You know, it's also not the first time I feel like you've been able to say that, but... Steven, I mean, I need to send me the link to the stream because we're we're using the you know the the program the stream yards to stream this, but I don't actually have like the Twitch link. Or are we only streaming um, to Twitch? What are we streaming to right now? Twitch, YouTube, uh, right now, well, just, just one. We have to just pay Twitch. money to to stream to multiple. Uh, okay, well, we don't uh, want to pay this dollars one, yet. We're too broke. Yeah, we t we we're yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I tried to save money to buy popcorn. That's I'm broke. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> as you burn down the AMC, for I, I almost burned down a building because I'm poor. Because I have how empty cheap boxes you are. under my tree because I'm poor. Uh, I can put it, or it's it's just twitch.tv slash more than friends. If that it helps. Hooks. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I can put that out. So, yeah, you can do your thing. I'm gonna um, do speaking of being poor, if you're listening to this either through audio or if you're tuning in live, um, Please support us. Please help us. You can go to mtfproductions.com slash donate. You can give us an, any amount. A million dollars, that'd be awesome. But, you know, as little as a dollar really does help. It goes a long way. And it'll help us uh, not just improve the stream, but stream to multiple places. Uh, it'll help uh, Alex and I survive. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I'm doing fine. I mean... It'll still help us. <laughs> that, that's true. I, I can't, you know, I wouldn't complain about boost and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. And thank you, everyone, who does support us, even if you can't do it financially. Uh, sharing the podcast with friends, subscribing and reviewing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, tuning into the live shows on twitch.tv slash more than friends. All of it helps. So thank you. We appreciate you. Some of you. Not all. Oh, dude! Look at I look at Trip, Trip Fantasy out here. He put the link in the comments. Look at that. He's Steven, You're off the show. All right, I'm fired. Get the fuck out. All right, bye. Leave your apartment.
No, don't lean. I know where I, your I know where I'm your doorway trying, is. Get up and yes, you can. My leg is asleep. You're a liar. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, 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 I cannot no, I'm not. feel my leg. <laughs> said, said, I legitimately no. cannot. <laughs> so, anyways, we actually have a decent amount of news. I don't know if you've been uh, following some things. I have that I wanted to share. Uh, first and foremost. So in the last episode, we talked about some rumored PlayStation Plus games, and we now know that those games are the PlayStation Plus games. Here we so are. It is not a rumor. We are definitely getting Godfall, uh, what is it, Mortal Shell, and yep. Lego DC Super Villains, or whatever it's called, Lego DC Villains? Super Villains. Super Villains. You, you, you people know the game. You know the how it works. The Lego Joker. <laughs> Yeah, really, that's what it is. Really? Uh, but yeah, I'm actually I'm excited to try out Mortal Shell. I heard it has a really good campaign. Um, I'm really excited about the LEGO DC game because easy trophies, and I like the charm of the LEGO games. However, when it comes to Godfall, there's been some controversy. Are you aware of the controversy, Alex? Uh, Godfall? Yeah, about yeah, Godfall. Yeah, the game came out. No, 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 no. <laughs> more controversy oh great i how can you have more controversy about a game that no one's playing well let me tell you hold on i got a link pulled oh, up so geez. let me go in another tab all right let's see it um so we're not getting the regular edition of godfall we're getting the challenger edition the challenger edition does not have the campaign at all okay so the playstation plus version um literally skips all of the story and it takes players to the end game content and you have the option to instantly boost your player to max level which is level 50 uh you can still play co-op and stuff there's three different modes basically uh so there's Lightbringer, uh which is a battle against all-consuming darkness it's basically like a yeah that was the first big update it was a horde update it's like a horde mode um, and then Dream Stones, which has randomized encounters uh, with individual challenges. And then there's the Ascended Tower of Trials, uh, which has uh, a tower, basically, that you climb with increasing challenges and things like that. And okay. you can play those in co-op. Uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of people who are upset because it's not even the the campaign of the game. It's, it's just endgame content. So, so here's my thing. They're upset they don't play the campaign to this game. Like that's the general consensus that people are upset that they're not playing the campaign to Godfall. If they I get think the, when they get the free version. Correct. I think the general consensus is that this is like a big chunk of the game that's just not present. And when it was when it was first announced that they're getting Godfall, people were excited because Godfall is not a game that a lot of people want to spend money on. But getting it for free sounds great. But getting it for free, but you have to pay money in order to access the actual campaign. Uh, there's there's a lot of complaining online. Uh, see, I don't quite understand the complaining because who the fuck in their right mind ever said, man, you know what I want to play? The campaign to Godfall. The game's been out for a, almost a year. It's not a yeah. year now. And there's a launch title. Yeah, and no one's, fuck talk, no one's talked about it at all outside of how bad it was. So yeah. I really don't understand <laughs> the, the complaining that you're getting the good part of the game, which still isn't necessarily super great, for free. 
Yeah. They are literally taking the shit out of the game and giving you what makes the game somewhat fun. But people are complaining about that? Yeah, people are complaining because uh, they they want the full game. Like but if they like get a PlayStation the, Plus game, they want to get the like, full game. But, but like you don't. You're not. I no. I I actually I agree with you. Uh, but I just wanted to acknowledge that there is controversy regarding this. But um, there was a comment on the PlayStation blog that I think sums it up perfectly. Let me see if I can find it because I think it's hilarious. Okay. okay. Um, uh, da, 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 da. God, there's actually a lot of comments on this. A lot of people are really <laughs> upset. Which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> there's a lot. I think this might be the most comments I've ever seen on these. Did they make posts. the campaign good all of a sudden in the last year and no one said anything? No. No. Okay, so then who the fuck cares? <laughs> the best part um, about that game was the multiplayer. And here we are getting the best part of the game for free. Yeah. I actually, I'm, I'm still excited about it because literally all that we wanted to do, you and I, was just play co-op and just like yeah, just shoot the shit while playing. Yeah, and like this is perfect. Why are people upset about this? This is like it is still at the end of the day a free game, and it's a service. It's a it's a serviced game, so it's not like when you're done, you're done. This game will continue to go on for you, especially if you have a PlayStation Plus. I don't. I mean, I can see. The initial upsetness, but if you really look into it, and you don't even have to look that far into it, like you have to lift your glasses up real quick to look at this, <laughs> it's a win. Yeah, I mean, you basically just skip all the boring parts. No, oh, he's fucking troglodytes. You know what I mean? Did you say troglodytes? I did. Okay, all right. This is this is the comment. I look uh, like I don't have a mustache in this camera. So this somebody whose right. PSN name is An Anadime, I think. Okay. Uh, they said, as someone that played through the whole thing, let me spare you the suffering. There is no story. Thank no, you. This, they said, <laughs> and no, this is not a joke. The game starts with the cutscene that you've already seen in the trailer of the two armored guys standing atop that tower. Then the game starts and your character says, Macros betrayed me and he wants to become a god. And then the quest marker tells you to kill 10,000 enemies to unlock the next mission, which is to kill 10,000 enemies. All of these missions are identical, just in different rooms. And then you unlock the last mission. You fight the last boss, and then you beat him. And the main character says, it is over. The end. That's the story. Yeah, like, it's absolute ass. It is absolute <laughs> fucking donkey piss. It, there is no substance to this campaign. And I don't understand why people are... There, no one in a year has talked about fucking Godfall in any capacity. except I think for when we've talked it. about it the most out of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> And it's usually just to talk about how bad the fucking game was and how I'd play yeah. it if it was free. And here I am getting it for free. <laughs> so all is right in the fucking world. Merry Christmas. But I I, I think it's kind of funny, personally. Uh, but I think this actually, this can be a larger discussion about uh, PlayStation Plus and, I mean, it can be a discussion about entitlement with, with gamers, but it can also be a, a discussion about value. Because I think people have this idea that if you don't get like a full thing, you're somehow getting less, mm -hmm. but you're still getting a game. You're still getting an experience here. And pretty much across the board, everyone agrees that the story fucking sucks with Godfall. And it's all about the end game content. If there's any value to get out of this game, um, which may or may not be a stretch, uh, but we're, we're still getting something. 
And I don't know. I think I think people need to calm down, enjoy the thing for what it is, and this PlayStation Plus update, the 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 best thing isn't even Godfall. It's the campaign for Mortal Shell and Lego DC Supervillains. Enjoy those. You also still have the free VR games. I don't know if we mentioned this last time, but uh, there's bonus VR games. You get the Persistence, uh, Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, and another thing that I already own, so I don't remember it. We talked about it, not last episode, but the episode before when they initially went free. I didn't realize they were still free, so that's pretty good for people who haven't already jumped on the deal yet. So, uh, yeah, it's an extended on thing. It. It's cheap. It's and even if you don't have a VR, more. add it to your library. Every yeah. single time, add the games to your library. Free, free stuff. Free stuff. You know, future free proof yourself. Save it. That yeah. Money. So that was that was the thing that I wanted that to share because I thought that was funny. Uh, also, uh, I'm not going to go into details about this, but. There's the end of year sale going on on the PlayStation Store. Hot damn it is! Yeah, there's always a freaking sale. But the end of the year sale usually has some good stuff. It's only a hundred bucks if I bought everything on my wish list right now. Damn. Yeah. And um, how many how many games is that? That's at least ten. Well, eight. A couple add-ons. That Dragon Ball Fighters DLC is on sale, man. I'm mm, mm. see. I have a problem with fighting games because like the moment DLC comes out. I don't buy it. I'm going to wait till it comes on sale. But because I don't own the DLC yet, I wait and I never play this fucking game until I own the DLC. And then I never buy the DLC. So I end up never playing the game. But, 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 but if I buy this DLC, I'm going to play me some Dragon Ball Fighters. You know what I fucking mean? There we go. You know what I'm saying? You know that's I'm good. Gonna, I'm going to get out there and look like absolute ass. You know what I mean? I'm about to look like the spread ass what? cheeks of a donkey. I'm gonna, be that, I'm gonna be that bad at this game, but you know oh, what? Oh, okay. I'm gonna okay. play was... it. I'm gonna fucking play it, Steven. I thought you were saying you were gonna physically look like spread oh, ass will. cheeks. I will. I will look like spread ass cheeks. Like when you turn me when you turn on your screen and you join, like if you were to watch in the lobby my fight, all you're gonna see is spread ass cheeks of a donkey. Just spread ass cheeks. Of a donkey. Not human. A donkey. Yep. Jesus. That <laughs> that just that hits home, doesn't it? It does. It really does. I bet so it does. An, an ass, a spread ass ass. The ass of an spread ass, ass spread ass. out like a jackass. Ass of an ass. Jackass of an ass. Yep. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. Well, um, moving right along. Ass. <laughs> There's <laughs> another thing uh, that I wanted to talk about because this is pretty cool. Uh, I know that we have some fans both in the show and in the audience of um, our good pal Jack from Jack and Daxter. Uh, Jack and Daxter Precursor Legacy is celebrating its 20th anniversary. (laughs) Doesn't that make you feel old? Fuck you. 20 years. It's been 20 years. Steven, Since Jack and Daxter came out next Wednesday, you're old. You know, I don't want to fucking think about that. You're an old man. Don't don't tell me that. You'd rather be an ass <laughs> spread on a donkey than old. I'd rather be the donkey spread ass cheeks than old. You could be a young ass cheek, you know. <laughs> you can't. Like a, is this a baby donkey? I, I mean, it doesn't have. That would be weird, Stephen. Come on now. 
You no just said you can be a young ass cheek. That doesn't mean you have to be a baby. Well, donkeys don't live that long. Do you know? I don't you know. Look, uh, exactly. So how, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. You're What's talking the average lifespan of a donkey? I don't feel like you need to look that up. Please don't. I'm looking it up. I feel like something terrible is going to pop up on your phone. What's the average life span of And you're just going to get donkey? depressed when you see it. One way or another. 25 to 30 years. I should be dead. So, (laughs) (laughs) I should be dead. (laughs) That's what you just did. So, if a donkey was born when Jack and Daxter Precursor Legacy came out, that donkey would now be... (laughs) It would be on life support right now. This donkey would be almost dead. You'd be thinking about pulling the plug. Yep. Great games, though. Absolutely love them. I, I Jack and Daxter will always hold a special place in my heart. Um, I feel like nowadays we need more games like that franchise and games of its kind with Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, um, just gamey games, you know, just mm-hmm. straightforward. We're not trying to convey this. We're not trying to do this. We just want to have fun games. Yeah. I, I love the Jack and Daxter games, and mm-hmm. especially the first one, I feel like uh, it was it was the first game I ever played on the PS2. Okay. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was my introduction to, at the time, next-gen gaming, uh, <laughs> which is weird to think about. Uh, but, no I times. mean, that game, yeah, that game was technically impressive um, in ways that maybe I didn't appreciate then. But, yeah, it was... Open world, no load times. It had like high fidelity animation. Uh, it it was doing a lot of things that have inspired and influenced developers um, then and continues to now. So uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool, man. They but, if they even fucking like influence the spinoff genre because the the man the game that is the legend. Jack X combat racing would not exist if it wasn't for the precursor legacy. So, this I mean, a fucking egg, man. Like, kudos to them pushing the envelope of spinoffs. Congratulations, uh, Naughty Dog and everybody who was involved. It took Insomniac years to get to that point with making a good spinoff of Spider Man Miles Morales. No one else think has done Naughty that. Dog or Insomniac has ever had a. A good spinoff? How many spinoffs does Insomniac have? A lot. Just like with what? Ratchet and Clank alone. They're all in the mainline series, or at least the way they treat Ratchet and Clank now. All they're all one? just like a game and the thing. Deadlocked? I feel like Deadlocked played into... Hold on. Was Deadlocked... Full no, Frontal thinking... Assault? I could care less about Full Frontal Assault. And Size Matters? Or no, sorry, Secret Agent Clank is what I was trying to say. I didn't care for that one either. I like Size Matters. I'm just saying, like they've had they've had a shit ton of, but they haven't done it right. All for One was fun. I didn't like All for One. I wanted to because my because my fondness for Ratchet and Clank in general, but I just couldn't. Would we count count Resistance Retribution as a spinoff? Because that game was phenomenal. I feel like talking about the PSP one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'd consider that a spinoff. It, it well, takes place go. in the same pocket universe, but its own little side story. I, I'd give that a spinoff. I actually think that is one of, if not the best, Resistance, personally. Oh, dude, Resistance 2. Resistance 2, Steven. Come on now. 
I said one of, if not the. No, and it's not. It is not the. It is one of, not the. Resistance two is the. I think Resistance two had the scale in the epic battles, but Retribution I think had a better, like atmosphere. I guess I don't know. I it, don't know. About it was that, really. Man. It was really good. Real impressive for the time too. Yeah, I'm not saying it was a bad game by any means, but I feel like if we when you're talking about what an FPS should be, and how to well, it was it. third person. Retribution was. Who Remember was, cover yeah, base. Because, yeah, that's right. Because the PSP didn't have that second analog stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they handled it like a champ. Yeah. They, they did well. Stephen, I, I, the news. What do we? Well, got? I I actually I had a question. Okay. What's the I want to run it by you, and I think All maybe right. this could be like the the main topic of the show. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're oh. doing that. So, 20th anniversary of Jack and Daxter. We haven't heard much from Naughty Dog in a hot second. I mean, basically since Last of Us Part 2 came out. Um, We know that they're working on Last of Us multiplayer, the factions. Uh, However, Game Awards right around the corner. Mm -hmm. Do you think there might even be a Jack and Daxter related announcement at the Game Awards? Nope. Not even just like a remaster of the first game? No. I don't. I Why really not? don't. Uh, Naughty Dog. Not from has, Naughty Dog. Yeah. Uh, okay, so even even then at that point, right? How many different developers have taken on a project from Naughty Dog in the last 15 years? None. Nope. One. I don't know. Yep. One. Golden Abyss, <laughs> Uncharted on the Vita. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, that was the then. only one. Yep. But that's it. Rest in peace. Mm, well, I mean, they're they're still around. <laughs> they're not dead. They they changed their... They dropped the Sony from the beginning of their name, but that's about it. Um, but that, that's they, it. Hold on. Ben Studio, Days Gone. Yeah. That's right. They there was a there was the whole controversy about them working on another Naughty Dog title, and then it got canceled. That's news or, to me. That was it. Was like a whole fucking thing. What was it? The Last know. of Us remaster or a remake? Oh, do you remember I, don't that? I don't know if it From got like canceled, but like it was, people were talking about it, and like they shut down the rumor because it was very. I don't think it ever got much more than that than being a rumor, because people were like pissed off. Like the game is not that old, nor does it. Well, need there was a, a whole there was a whole expose about um, a Sony Bend was being forced to make some Naughty Dog game, which was rumored to be Last of Us remaster or remake, mm-hmm. um, and it like caused a lot of issues internally. And it took away from Days Gone. They canceled Days Gone 2 because of this. Like, it was a whole thing. What's his name? Jason Schreier or whatever uh, posted on, like, a whole article kind of revealing all these things. Hmm. And he spoke with developers. It was was scandalous. And it it made Sony look real bad, actually. Who doesn't like a good scandal, you know what I mean? I I don't know. I mean, so I, I don't think we'll ever see that just because... It doesn't need to happen, for one. Naughty Dog appreciates her legacy, but they don't double back, right? Like, I mean, if anything, Naughty Dog would go back 
And well, I can't say that because Activision takes more care of that. I was gonna say Crash Bandicoot, but Activision is more involved with that than anyone else. Yeah. Um, I just there's no reason to. Naughty Dog has made it very clear, and they talked about making what is that the, the their next game being more sci-fi oriented. That's what's been talked about, right? Yeah. I, I don't, well, there's also the other rumor that their next game is going to feature a black male gay man. Yes, we talked about <laughs> that as it took inspiration from Moonlight. Yeah. I, we're not going to see Jack and Daxter. If we see anything from Naughty Dog, what if Jack? Next and, game. What if Jack is going to be black and gay? In Jack Jack Four, they just killed Kira. <laughs> Jack died. His he he poached his skin. Cold, I don't know what would you call that. You can't say bleached, but like what would you? He took a lot of self tanner, injected it into his skin. I don't know, and then cut off his ears. Maybe it's like the opposite skin condition as uh, Michael Jackson. Revitiligo instead of vitiligo, it's revitiligo. Makes you darker and darker. I feel like that was yeah. a thing in a cartoon once. Yeah, no, I I don't see a Jack and Dax. I don't see Jack and Daxter coming back ever. Honestly, as much as ever, that Jesus say it, Christ, I don't think it'll ever come back. So I I don't I don't know if I think that something's actually going to be announced Jack and Daxter related at the Game Awards. I think it'd be really fucking cool, uh, and I think that it would be successful if it did happen because people love Jack and Daxter. Oh, it, it would print money if they did it. It would print money, but Naughty yeah. Dog won't do it. But I don't I don't think Naughty Dog's going to. But I do think eventually we're going to see another studio handle this. And what I'm thinking is Blue Point. And the reason why I say that, they did uh. say that their next project is going to be original content. That could be a sequel. Get it away from me. To a franchise that we've already seen, or it could be an original game. But Get it away from uh, me. I'm thinking that they could do something kind of like Insomniac. Insomniac is massive. And they are like, we don't even know how many people work there, but they're working on a shit ton of projects simultaneously. Who's to say that Blue Point hasn't expanded since being bought by PlayStation? And we know Naughty Dog is working on multiple projects simultaneously uh, Last of Us Factions and possibly a new Uncharted. But I think Blue Point could possibly be working on some kind of Jack and Daxter related thing. But why? Why not? Because money. Well, because Blue Point needs to. Blue Point has made a career off of remakes and remasters. Mm-hmm. That team, I feel like, has so much talent and ability that is not going to see the light of day if they are always going to be the guys to make someone else's game. Well, that's the thing. I think they could have multiple teams, some of them still doing remakes and remasters, which is the bread and butter for Blue Point. That's the money printer. And some of the teams could also be working on other things. We have Insomniac that's working on multiple projects. We have Naughty Dog that's working on multiple projects. You're comparing apples to Blue oranges. Point, well, apples to vegetable. Apples to carrots with that one. Apples to I oranges think Blue is Point a stupid is, fucking saying. I think <laughs> I agree. I think it's they're too similar. But uh <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think Blue Point I think Blue Point has some pretty good chops. And I think that now that they're acquired I, I think they could be one of PlayStation's more valuable studios right up there with Naughty Dog and Insomnia. I think they could be too. I'm not saying they couldn't be, but the thing is they won't get to that point the if they're point. stuck focused. There's <laughs> if they're focused, even if they have just a team dedicated on making a remaster, like why not put those resources, making a killer brand new IP you've spent 
years being known as the remake guys. Cut the shit, trim the fat, make a fucking killer game that sets you apart from the rest. Be the next tentpole studio. I think they can do PlayStation Studios. I just don't feel like they need to. I feel like they just leave it alone. They don't need to, but PlayStation is a business and they want to make money. That's true. And we know that they can make money if they remaster or remake or even continue these old games Mm -hmm. uh, with with sequels that other studios don't want to bother with doing. And place creating new things, though. I I agree. I I always prefer new things. However, I also know that businesses want to make money, and why mm-hmm. not? Why not do both? And I think that they can, and I think that Blue Point has the talent and the resources, and PlayStation definitely has the IP, definitely has the franchises, and a lot of them are just lying dormant unless somebody picks them up. And if there's any studio that I trust to pick up a dormant franchise as beloved as Jack and Daxter, it would be Blue Point. And, and you raise valid points. I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. I just think, so I think Blue Point, I, I don't think they're remaking a Jack and Dexter. Are they remaking something? Yes. I, I imagine something that's older, you maybe lesser. Born. Maybe something, no. Or not, uh, not Bloodborne. What am I thinking of? I don't know. Soul Reaver? Legacy of Kane? Maybe. But I, the, anyways, sorry. I, I think they're working on something older, lesser known. I'm going to bring it from the ground up and make it a thing. And I th- I don't think it's going to be a reboot. I don't think it's going to be a sequel by any means. It's going to be Jumping Flash. It No. They're just remaking <laughs> it to remake it because it'll print money. I think that's – if they're making a remaster, that's its goal. Not to revitalize a franchise or anything like that. It's just to bring something that was lesser known and old back to the forefront, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Just a you know, quick cash grab. But my problem with this is, is very much this. I think PlayStation has a lot of faith – in themselves and their studios that they know will make a grandiose, fantastic game to where they're not worried about like, are they worried about making money? Yes. But they're also not, they also understand in order to make that money, they take risks. They're not going to have their studios constantly playing safe bets. They, especially they know Naughty Dog, right? They know Naughty Dog's going to put out a game and that game will sell on the Naughty Dog name alone, period. Every time. They know Insomniac will make a game and it'll sell on the Insomniac name alone every time, period. If they want Blue Point to do that and get to that point, they can't keep having Blue Point, again, divisions of it or not, working on HD remasters and remix every time. It won't happen. Sure, they'll they'll get it'll sell. That'll totally sell. But they will miss out on potential new franchises. They'll miss out on fantastic technical opportunities. And well, I don't, I don't see why, I don't see why that can't happen though. And I, I don't think why I, I don't see why both it, can't happen. And the reason why is, uh, I'm not saying know, they can't happen. I'm saying they can happen. I'm saying it shouldn't. I, I, I actually kind of I, want, um, I think it should happen. And here's why. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, blue point working on multiple projects simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Jack Trenton who said that games are becoming too expensive. And no, Sean Layden. Sean Layden, thank you. The other guy. Yep. Uh, they're both like the Santa Claus of PlayStation. And even though they're no longer with us, 
with PlayStation. <laughs> like, they're alive. Jesus. Very much alive. Uh, they're alive. But even though they're no longer with PlayStation, uh, I miss them both dearly. Anyways, uh, so Sean Layden said the games are getting too expensive. Um, I think while while I appreciate the fact that Naughty Dog exists and that they have multi-bajillion dollar, million mm-hmm. dollar um, projects with like games like The Last of Us Part Two. Um, like real, if there's a quadruple A uh, game, it would be something like that. While I think there's a place for that in the industry, I would rather have those resources spread out amongst multiple, like many, many, many teams with many, many, many different ideas instead of just pumping so much money and resources and getting an entire studio, every single person doing just one game. I think Insomniac is an example of what happens if you spread out the resources on multiple projects. They have Mm -hmm. been firing on all cylinders and they released like the entire first year of the PlayStation was thanks to them spreading out the resources now here's the difference multiple projects that. here's the difference between that though this is where we got to think about this so insomniac while again the idea of having multiple teams is not a bad idea that's totally fine the problem though is again we're comparing a team like insomniac who's massive right in every sense and they have already built 10 pulp franchises so yes while they are putting out first party titles for and they've you know very much capitalized in the first year of the PlayStation Five. You're you're thinking of one a very, very, very loved franchise that has longevity in Ratchet and Clank, and it wasn't a remaster. They made a sequel. They added to their catalog of that franchise. Yeah, and then we have on top of that, they put out a spinoff title, a smaller scale game. Yeah, with Miles Mor- with Spider Man Miles Morales. So it's not. But even then, at the end of the day, those are new games on existing franchises and one of them was a remaster spider-man remastered yeah of that game but that was that all at that point right that's a different conversation they remastered their own game from 2018 yeah. and it was their own game yeah that what but at that point they're handling that identity i want blue point to get to a point where blue point is making their own games. Not saying they can't make remasters, not saying they can't have multiple teams, but I feel like they need to start taking those resources away. Not not just stopping re- their remasters. Has Blue Point like ever that. made their own thing? I don't think so, and I think that's what people were waiting for. And I um, feel like it's because they spent so much time being known as the remaster team. Not saying they can't do it, but they have not had that time to shine. And I don't think they ever will if they're still putting towards re- like. I, I'm just saying get an IP off the ground. And then if you want to remaster something, cool, that's fine. But I want to see something new and fresh from them. I, I we have I thought about this a lot lately. We have a lot of video game franchises out there that have existed for years, and we have a lot of and we have new IP, but these old existing franchises are overwhelming the market. It's yeah. very rare we hear not very rare, but it's almost it is so crazy to think of a new ip game killing the game right down at the, it's it's fantastical and it's i feel like a lot of that fantasticality from it comes from the fact that there's it just doesn't happen often and it doesn't happen often especially now because there are so many teams and developers working on remasters of either their own old games or they're finding smaller studios that are good at polishing shit up and throwing it out there 
I want to see new teams like, and we have sure there's the indie scene, right? We have the indie scene. They're making new games all the time. I want to see a triple a studio make a new game. I love indies Indies are fun. That's great. But there's something nice and refreshing about seeing a well, a, a new IP coming from a new developer on a triple a scale. Yeah. I and mean, I, I, I definitely agree. There's and something I, about that, and I, I just also feel like think that's not happening as much as we. Want I also to. think that Bluepoint is going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, but I also think that there's a place for more remasters and remakes from them as well, and, and we know saying, that they're good at it. And again, but they, they actually isn't. just just to to point this out, they do have an original game. Before they were uh, remastering, importing, and remaking things. Uh, they released a PlayStation 3 game in 2006 called Blast Factor. <laughs> All right, um, so one, there was no <laughs> one talking about Blast Factor in two. That was 15 years ago. Yeah, but then after that, they did the God of War collection, and then it was the Ico and Shadow of Colossus collection, Metal Gear Solid HD collection. They ported PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. They ported Flower. They por- ported Titanfall. Forgot about that. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection, Gravity Rush, Shadow of the Colossus on PS4, and Demon Souls on PS5. Right. And like that, that's their entire catalog. Not saying not to do remasters and remakes, but there definitely needs to be more focus on them getting a new IP. And then if they want to go back to that, totally fine. But we're not that's gonna take longer and longer to happen. The more resources again, they're a big studio, not as big, but they're not as big as everyone else. So them taking those resources away, even if it's just a little bit, probably is going to put a halt on whatever else they're working with. Just because they're not that big. They're big, but not that big. How many people work there? I'm going to see. So they have 70 employees as of 2021. Um, and that was probably 70. after they made Buku money off of Demon Souls. And, well, also, this is probably an early number. Mm-hmm. They may have expanded since being acquired by PlayStation. Um, so one thing that PlayStation does... So first of all, while while there might be a Bluepoint game, mm-hmm. uh, it, or you know, like a Naughty Dog game or whatever, uh, it's not necessarily just Naughty Dog working on it. There's all right. kinds of different studios, like support studios and things, that aren't even owned by PlayStation um, that still support developers like naughty dog and things like that so that's something that could happen as well with with different games uh, too but also uh playstation is really great with sharing resources um with developers to help with the development process uh, so for example um sucker punch shared uh different assets for the last of us part two uh to naughty dog so that they could build out um seattle Mm -hmm. Uh, in the game so they they were using that in early builds of the game so they didn't have to uh do their own like research or whatever and and map out all of seattle they already had that because sucker punch had done it before for uh infamous second son yeah Uh, that's just one example but there's like a lot of things like that going on even something like decima engine being used for death stranding stuff like that even though that's kojima's not first party but still um so you know there's there's ways that a small team or smaller team mm-hmm. could leverage the additional resources um, and do something that's, you know, massive AAA quality, but without needing as much manpower. 
Uh, we also see, you know, a team like Pixel Opus uh, making a game like Concrete Genie. And now Concrete Genie, I wouldn't really call that AAA, but it was a high quality experience made by a small team mm-hmm. that doesn't have as much experience making these bigger games. Um, and compare that to their first game, Entwined, and like it's leaps and bounds more yeah. going on. So uh, I think there's some kind of magic to uh, the the kinds of things that PlayStation can do to boost a studio or to boost a development team. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Bluepoint is already very talented, and they've already done a lot with smaller teams in the past. So I don't know. I think they can do it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really curious to see what the future holds for Blue Point. I'm really curious to see if it's a continuation of a franchise, um, or if it's a full on original IP. Uh, there have been rumors in either direction whether it's going to be a sequel to a pre existing IP or a whole new thing, uh, because the wording that they used when they said that they're working on, or the wording that they used when describing their next project was just new content. Yeah. And not necessarily their own IP. So I don't know. There's a lot that can be dissected from that. Uh, but I'm really curious to see what it is. And I'm wondering if maybe we'll see it at the Game Awards. Whatever oh. it is. Whatever it is. Possibly. You don't think we would? No. I, I can, I'm trying to think of the last time PlayStation had a big jarring moment at the Game Awards, and I can't think of one, honestly. I think Death Stranding. Okay, so that was what, 2015? Yeah, well, no. and every Game Awards after that, because yeah, they exactly. would always have a new a new trailer or reveal. Exactly. Do you think, so, like... so, speaking of the Game Awards, right around mm-hmm. the corner, Thursday, yep. mm-hmm. um, I am very excited to watch the Game Awards. I don't know why, but I'm like exceptionally excited to watch them this year. Like, it just feels like a good... I'm getting a good vibe. I think we're going to see some cool shit. Yeah. I'm excited for the Game Awards this year. I can't say I'm not. It's always a fun time to watch new stuff. Well, we're definitely going to watch it together. Um, I'm Are you off work? Into your What's house. the deal? I'm not off work, but I'm coming over right after. Okay. Because I get off at 7, Okay. and the Game Awards doesn't start until 8. So Perfect. that'll give me time to get there. I was thinking, instead of streaming it... um. I was thinking we could watch it with no pressure, and then afterwards we can do sort of like a post show that we stream. Would that be? Cool I'm with okay you? with that because we've done that I think every year since we've thought about it. So yeah, yeah. Post but this will be our first live post show, which will be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, but I think so. There's a way to like co-stream on Twitch. I got some email saying that I can co-stream the Game Awards, so I might do that on the More Than Friends page. I'll have more information because I need to figure out what that yeah, means so you can and how to do the it. Game Awards from your from your from channel. more than friends, and then the yeah. more than friends followers can chat without having like the whole Game Awards chat going on at once. Indeed. So we can still watch it together, but mm-hmm. uh, without like all the video shit. Um, so I might be having that running on my laptop separately, but we'll figure that out. Uh, but still, I'm very excited about it. Um, there have been some rumors. There's always rumors of some things. Uh, Recently, there was a... um, a, It could be a leak. 
but uh, basically a rumored leak for um, I don't necessarily like leaks, but I mean, you know, they cause water damage. Well, there Bills, was a rumored yeah, leak for a new Bioshock that is rumored to be revealed. Um, I think it was like in in March or something or February, hey. but um, it's it's coming from some uh, credible sources. How so? uh, at least from what I saw, I can't remember. Sources. I can't remember exactly where, but there's like a logo and everything for Bioshock Isolation. Um, but I think that was another uh, or something revealing things. But there's like stuff like that. There's behind the scenes like photos and stuff um, with Norman Reedus and Kojima Productions, and talks about like a Death Stranding two. There's been a lot of rumblings about. Uh, more like content from Kojima Productions, like movies and shit like that. There's history with the Game Awards announcing Kojima projects. So there's that. Uh, there's all kinds of things. So before we finish this episode, I want to ask you... Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I have one more bit of news, but but we'll do this first. Before we finish this episode and I do the last bit of news, I want to ask you, what is your biggest prediction for a reveal for the Game Awards. PlayStation related or just in general? Um, let's do both. Let's do both. Because I think I, I, I think we're both going to agree on the general. But we'll see. Uh, my biggest prediction, PlayStation-wise, is that nothing will be announced from PlayStation at the Game Awards. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think we'll see anything. Jesus. They've been, in the last year or two, become more and more exclusive as to when they want to announce things and they will announce them on their terms on their platforms okay period they've dropped out of e3 they don't they didn't even do e3 season this year well e3 is bullshit now anyways well even even then everyone still kept the the spirit of doing things in june and having that window of two weeks right of things being announced playstation did not fucking do shit Mm -hmm. like at all they did not give a flying fuck so no I think if we see anything, it is updates on games they have in the pipeline. Okay. And that's it. Because they're, they're gearing people up for early next year. They're going to want to promote for, especially with the, they're still hot on the heels of the PS5 being a top selling console. They're focused on doing that. We won't see anything more. So, what uh, about overall prediction? We'll see more Breath of the Wild. There we go. Yeah. That, yeah. I, so, I definitely agree with that. I think Breath of the Wild 2, or whatever it's going to be called, Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to see that. I think that's going to probably steal the show, honestly. Yeah. Because it's Zelda and it's Nintendo. And last um, time Breath of the Wild was talked about at the Game Awards, it's still yeah. the show. Uh, however, I disagree that PlayStation is not going to have a presence. I just don't think whatever is announced regarding PlayStation, I don't think it's going to be first party. Okay. I think it'll be second party, and I think it's going to come from Kojima Productions. I think they're going to announce something, whatever the hell it is, whether it's a weird horror game, the spiritual successor to PT, Death Stranding 2, whatever the fuck. I think we're going to see something from Kojima Productions, and I think it's going to make me cry. <laughs> that's that's my prediction. I think just honestly, just seeing the Kojima logo uh, show up whatever follows i'm probably gonna cry just from sheer excitement 
Mm-mm-mm. But that's that's my prediction. Uh, because I agree that I don't think... Oh, I'm breaking shit. Um, I don't think that PlayStation is going to have a first-party presence. I don't think they have to. But uh, second party, they can still have PlayStation exclusives. They can still be part of the PlayStation Studios, quote-unquote, branding that they've been doing. And I think if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Kojima Productions because they have history with the Game Awards. They have history with Jeff Keighley. They've been like hardcore teasing shit for a hot second. I think it's a possibility. A possibility or a prediction? I'm I'm predicting it, yeah. Okay. But I I think it's a genuine possibility that that it's gonna be a thing. But we will I mean, find I, out on the ninth. Then we'll find out on the ninth. I'm so excited. Even if nothing oh. happens, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I'm excited. Think- I do you think the Muppets are going to be there again? <laughs> Jeff Keighley was in the Muppets Haunted Mansion. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I feel like that has a better chance of happening than PlayStation announcing shit outside of them winning an award. What if Kojima Productions is making a Muppets game? No. What if it's Muppets Stranding? <laughs> Kermit's just dead on the beach. The like camera goes inside of Norman Reedus and Kermit the Frog just... <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but uh, real fast, I, I forgot about this, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it because this is actually a big bit of news. And this okay. is like breaking news. This just happened. Uh, but uh, Jason Schreier did another article thing. Um, so not confirmed, but a reliable source. Usually he mentions things and they end up coming true in some way, same. Uh, way shape or form uh this time the idea is that playstation is planning a new subscription service it is codenamed spartacus and it is uh designed to be a direct uh competitor to xbox's game pass mm-hmm. now the idea is that it's going to be a three-tiered service that will merge playstation plus with playstation now so okay. tier one the idea is that tier one is going to be just what PlayStation Plus is now, allowing you to play games online and, you know, discounts and free games. All right. uh, like a, a small selection of free games monthly. Yeah, yeah. Tier 2 combines PlayStation Plus with PlayStation Now. And Tier 3 could potentially include access to PlayStation 1, PS2, PSP games, and maybe even select PS3 games. So games that you previously could not have access to on PlayStation 5 through backwards compatibility. That could be big. So, while that's definitely big, right? It's not new news, right? We There was talk of this earlier this year, that if because the biggest thing going around was PlayStation Now was getting this new rebranding, this new pricing structures, this, that, and the other. Well, those were all... And those the were all rumors just, then. Well, not necessarily, because even then it was announced. It wasn't announced, but it was mentioned in an interview, I believe, with Wired. Jim Ryan's like, yeah, we're working on something. Like, there was always something in the works as a competitor to Game Pass. That's always been talked about. Now, did we have as much detail as we do outside of this report? No. This is very new. It's very promising. But it's not new. Now, when it comes to the pricing structure, I think that's good. I think having that base level model, because even now Game Pass or Xbox Live has that new pre- that new tier level of you have Xbox Game Pass and then you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, where you're mm-hmm. not only just getting 
Game Pass, but you're getting Xbox Live Gold, and you're also getting PC Game Pass on both. You're getting Game Pass on both your console and your PC. Um, so I think by having that's great. My only concern is why not is, is the pricing, I should say. So if Game Pass, two tiers, right? You mostly pay is 15 bucks a month on their highest tier level. And that covers online play, free games with gold, and then Game Pass, and then Game Pass for PC. It's a whole lot of coverage for a small amount. Mm-hmm. If PlayStation is rumored to have three different tiers, and that third tier is going to cover PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PSP, and PS3, well, not even select PS3 titles, given what you've just read off, that's concerning, because that tells me that that's going to be a higher pricing tier. Whereas, granted, Xbox doesn't have a library or the legacy PlayStation does just due to how long it's existed, right? Like, no fault to them. It's just the way it is. But that's definitely going to be... It'll be interesting to see how they go about that and see how much they're wanting to compete. Because I think that second tier, that second tier is going to be where it's at. That's where you're going to see the money. Now, also the big thing is, is are they going to get away from the biggest issue with PlayStation now was those games, majority of them, the ones people wanted, they were streamed. They weren't something you installed and you just played off your hard drive and had access to them because you paid a fee. That has to be reworked. This does not work if they do this. I don't well, give a part fuck of, how they price it in the planet. This does not work if they're making it streaming, especially part of this as you article, get away from the West Coast. Part of this article addresses that, and it mentions uh, a complete rehaul to the way that they're doing their cloud gaming streaming. Uh, or it, it instead of just streaming, they're doing a cloud-based gaming solution, like similar to like Stadia and things like that. Uh, this is something that PlayStation has heavily invested in. This is something that, while we haven't really seen it fully utilized, maybe they've been like toying away in the background on something that uh, brings it sort of into the modern age of, of cloud-based gaming. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, but part of it does address a, a sort of rehaul, I guess, to their cloud-based gaming services. But also, uh, what if this potentially includes like cloud-based gaming is great it's totally fine stadia as a concept made sense awesome flatlined but the idea was smooth x cloud with xbox is doing well so far right it it works it's steady and it's it's stable the problem with cloud-based gaming is that it's just not feasible for everyone depending on internet speeds. And that's where yeah. Game Pass has been excelling is because you download the game. You're not streaming it. They can overhaul this entire fucking thing as much as they want, but if they're still overhauling cloud-based gaming, it's not going to work outside of the West Coast. So to be clear, when I say this could include straight-up backwards compatibility with PS3, I mean downloads. Mm-hmm. I mean downloads with that. And maybe having cloud-based as an option, something like that. Uh, but... I I don't know. I have I have a good feeling about this, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as price point, what price point do you think would be good for this? Because keep in mind, PlayStation Plus, $60 for a year. That's $5 a month. Yep. So I, this, is, this is my kind of assessment of this, and then maybe you can give your uh, version as well. 
But uh-huh. if PlayStation Plus is $5 a month as is, I'm thinking maybe 10 or $15 a month for a PlayStation Plus with PlayStation Now package. Uh, like a bundle deal. Mm-hmm. And maybe 20 or $25 a month for the whole shebang with PS3, PSP, PS1, PS2, like the legacy subscription yeah. with all of the other things. And I think that would be reasonable, and I think that would be smart, and I think that would be something I would subscribe to immediately. What do you so think? So what I, what I see is this. If they're going to directly compete with Xbox, they're going to kill the annual subscription, period. It's going to go away. There will be no more $60 a year for PlayStation Plus. It will be a monthly payment, period. And the reason why is because people are okay with paying it. They pay it on everything. Amazon did it with fucking Amazon Prime, and people still use Amazon Prime like crazy. People do it with Netflix, car insurance. It's out there. It's a thing. People like it because it's flexible. Do you think it'd still be $5 a month? Nope. Hell no. That's going to. They're gonna, if they're doing this, there's a price hike. There's a cost. There's a cost to everything. And like you said before, PlayStation is a business, and they're going to make their money if they're going to make this work. So I'm thinking this. They're going to change. This is going to be called the PlayStation Plus. This is going to be PlayStation Plus Collection, right? The PlayStation Plus okay. Collection hasn't done shit since the launch of the PS5. It's a great concept, but it has not added or changed anything since it came out. This is how you rebrand it. You have the PlayStation Plus Collection, access to this massive library of PlayStation Legacy titles as continually growing or ever-changing, right? Whether it's stuff comes off a few months later, like you have a certain amount of time to have this game and play it before it comes off the list or whatever. You pay 10 bucks a month for the base, right? And that's PlayStation Plus. 15 bucks a month, and this is where you compete directly with Game Pass Ultimate, because that's what they're priced at. You get PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, and the benefits of both. And then you pay 20 bucks a month for the PlayStation Plus collection, where it is online play, instant game collection, as they add games on with every month, and then it just bigger selection of games available to you. With legacy titles including PS3 emulation, PS2 emulation, PS1, and PSP. Okay. So for the higher tiers, we're in we're on the same page as far as what we think the pricing would be. Well, I said twenty, not twenty-five. But well, yes. I said like twenty-two to twenty-five. Like I, I think it will stay at twenty but... because okay. there's no one in that competitive space for that pricing right now, and it's justifiable again because PlayStation has that legacy and that library that Xbox just doesn't have due simply to how long they've existed. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's where I'm, if this happens and works the way I think it is, that's how I think it's going to go. Um, I think it makes sense. I think that's clear cut competitive pricing, right? There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's easily understandable. You can communicate that to retail store employees who sell this stuff. You make yeah. it any more convoluted, like from like- Nintendo side, with N64. Oh, God. How much is that so, a month? That add Talk on, about, like, weird confusion. I don't really yeah, like the way that they're doing that, but... It's weird, but I just want to... It's, it's clear-cut. There's no fans about it. It's easily understandable. It's just a sizable price hike out of nowhere. Because the great thing about play, the Nintendo Online... How much is it? Was, like, it was... I pay 35 a year for eight people. And I think to add the expansion pack for Sega and Nintendo and the N64, it's like an additional fifty bucks. So you take something that's already thirty five dollars and totally steal, and now you make it eighty five. So it's eighty five for a year. Yeah. So it's not bad pricing compared to everyone else, but it's not a monthly. 
you know, it's just a lump yeah, sum. You have bill. to pay the year. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so it's I mean that comes down thing. to seven dollars a month. True, but that's the thing. It's just it's so out of character for them. I think it's where people are kind of caught off guard yeah. because and the you know, paying it all in one chunk is shitty. Like that's always it, a hard thing to do. I mean, there was twenty dollars a year for one person when it's with switch online. But if I wanted a family pass, I only paid an additional fifteen. Like that is a steal. And so it's like, man, Nintendo, like they know, okay, the online space isn't a big deal. So we'll make it cheap because we know we're not going to do a whole lot of stuff with it, but we're gonna make it available and accessible. That's how you do yeah. it. Now you add this expansion pack onto it, and it's like, what the fuck? That is so out of character. Yeah. It is so out of, especially when they've already added the NES and SNES. Now all of a sudden we get the Genesis and the N64, and it's 50 fucking dollars. Like, I get so I would understand the N64 piece, right? Because that's when you get into the 64 polygons, games were priced higher. It was a different time. It was a technological leap. The Genesis should be fucking free. Sorry. I understand that people love the Genesis. I love the Genesis. Yeah, but it's not at the same level as right. It is not the same else. level. It's not the, it even the same not. fucking console generation. As and the there's N64. like three games that people care about on the Genesis. And so it's like, what the fuck? Why is it so much more expensive to pay for both? Why not make the the Genesis free? That's your new thing, and then your premium, the N64. Yeah, you lower the cost of the N64 at that point. More people will buy it. Because no one's buying that fucking expansion pack for the Genesis games. Again, people love the Genesis. Great library. There's definitely a lot of games out there for it. I think maybe they no did that one to is buying. the blow for the price. Maybe, but even then, but still, but. no one's buying. And then, on top of it, the emulation on the N64 expansion pass is absolute asshole. Yeah, well, Nintendo's real never really been good at emulating their own shit. Yeah. They're, they're just good at suing people who do it better than them. That is very true. <laughs> But I I I don't know. Hearing about this Spartacus thing or whatever the hell it's going to end up being called, um, I I have high hopes. I think this. Uh, keep in mind, PlayStation has history with really changing the game when it comes to online subscription services. PlayStation Plus, in my opinion, was really an. A, an, an, an innovator when it comes to online subscription services because when it launched it was it was the best deal in gaming at the time true because it was kind of a precursor to game pass a precursor to uh, obviously games with gold and things like that but you had access to a whole library of games you would get discounts on the store it was a big deal and then everybody else followed suit I'm it was your costco if- membership because you you spent 50 bucks at the time it was only 50 and it wasn't required for online play. You yeah. just got discounts in the store, and you had the instant game collection. So there was a select amount of games that would stay there year-round, and then two games would change out monthly, if not more. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, in it my was opinion. fantastic, because there was um, no reason to have it, but you got it because it made, like, why the fuck wouldn't you? And then everybody else learned from that, and they innovated on it. They They did their own iterations, and now we're at the point where it's like, okay, Game Pass existed or Game Pass exists. Um, we have things like PlayStation Now. We have game streaming. We have the weird whatever the fuck Nintendo's doing. We have all of these things. Do you think maybe this could be a chance for PlayStation to come back and be like, all right, here's the next way to do a subscription if service? If they do it right. That's the thing. It's like, so PlayStation, you know, they had, you're right. PlayStation has always innovated and they've always, 
they've always been an industry changer, right? Especially, I feel like they're always ahead of the curve. They're just always too early. But even, <laughs> even then, if they're not amazingly ahead of time. But even then, PlayStation Now is the big old fucking massive fucking turd of an asterisk right there on that name because that should have been game changing. That should have been innovative, and they fucked it up for years until someone else came along said what you're doing is dumb and they changed it and PlayStation still took two to three years to respond to anything and all they did was change the pricing structure to yeah. where it made sense so but like yeah it's I exciting feel like, and I want this to be great but I I feel like that's I'm why gonna... I'm excited though because they they have to know that and they have to know that uh you know when they announce this this new subscription thing and the whole like revamping of PlayStation Now, they have to know that they all eyes are going to be on them, and they're going to immediately be compared to Game Pass. No, immediately, and that's, and that's for and, sure, and possibly Stadia, depending on how they approach the whole cloud thing. Yeah, and Stadia to be stays compared, long enough. to be compared to those things, uh, say what you want about Stadia, uh, it works, and it's it's good. It works better than PlayStation Now. But, yeah. So so there's that. But also, like, for those to be the comparison points and for them to know that people are going to immediately compare them to those things, I feel like they've got to come out guns blazing. They have to kick down the door with something pretty fucking cool. And I think because they know that, I don't I don't think they can shit the bed with this. Because if they do, that's the end of PlayStation Now. Mm -hmm. They're going to be a laughingstock. They're going to be memefied or whatever. And it's going to, like, we know that the audience is going to be brutal if this is anything short of awesome. So they either do or die when it comes to this. And I think if they're including PlayStation Plus in this, that means that they're serious. That means that they're trying to get everyone who subscribed to PlayStation Plus in on this thing. So they, to some extent, at least believe in it. And, uh, I don't know. I, I think, I think this could be really, really good. And I, I know it's wishful thinking and I know I'm pretty optimistic when it comes to these kinds of things, but I just want to play PS3 games on my PS5. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that I want. And I will pay to be able to do it. Just give me MotorStorm. Give me Africa for fuck's sake. Give me folklore. Give me Tokyo jungle. Asking for the most butthole of PS3 games to be the reason this exists. I just I want all of it. Motorstorm. That first Motorstorm it's game was absolute butthole. bullshit. Yeah, it was. No, I'm I'm Motorstorm overall. Okay. And that Pacific Rift. I even liked Arctic Edge, but Apocalypse was so fucking cool. And I thought I thought Folklore was great, personally. Africa. I feel like whenever I watch weird, you go, but... I think this was great. That is you knowing you have a shit opinion on this thing, but you're standing by it. Folklore is a cult classic. At the time that it came out, it was like, I, I would consider it maybe like near level cult classic. But then near once Automata came out, it became its big thing. If there were a Folklore 2, that would change would some fuck. things. I, I would so. give a fuck. They exactly my point of the hand being raised personally. Listen, nobody gave a fuck about Nier, and then they announced Nier Automata, and I was the only one who cared out of our little friend group. And now mm -hmm. look where Nier is now. 
Look where Nier is now. Well, it's, and think about Nier's it. Bigger, folklore, but I still think it's like cult kind of space. Folklore had the some fucking massive composers, composer of Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, Silent Hill, all in one with Irish music. Like, that's fucking cool. I'm not saying Fuller didn't have a lot going on for it, but I still don't think anyone give a fuck at the end of the day. Well, yeah, but that I I I honestly believe that the reason why nobody gave a fuck about folklore on the PS3 is because nobody gave a fuck about the PS3 when folklore came out. That's true. Near was at least point. multi-platform. But yeah. folklore was a PlayStation 3 exclusive, and it took years before anybody gave a fuck about the PS3 because it was expensive. And it was games were hard expensive. to make for. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, I'm excited for the future of PlayStation. I'm excited for whatever the subscription thing is. And I'm very excited for the Game Awards on the 9th. I'm just excited. It's always an exciting time to be a gamer, but I feel like it just gets more exciting. And eventually I'm going to just explode from excitement. Well, before you do that, Steven, make sure you're here because... Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast, where we give you our two cents in all things PlayStations. If you're a fan of the show, show click that link. Well, don't click the <laughs> link, but type that link into your banner, www.mtfproductions.com forward slash donate, where you can donate as little as a dollar to help us grow, get a new intro, get more branding, get all sorts of nice things that make the show more convenient and better for overall for you. Yeah, we'll be able to stream to multiple places. Yeah, like By if you don't like Twitch, you like YouTube, you use everyone's switching to YouTube nowadays. You like Facebook, go ahead and use Facebook. I don't know why you want to use fucking Facebook, but by all means, I use Facebook. But we can't do that unless you just, you know, give us your money. <laughs> Can you just give us all of your money right now. Yeah, right now. But uh, seriously, everybody who's donated in the past, everybody who's donating now or donating in the future, in the past? Uh, not for dual senses, actually. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck sorry. you guys. Fuck every single one of you. You sons of bitches. <laughs> but everyone who, who helps support us, we really do appreciate you. And uh, if you can't donate, please share the show with a friend. Follow us, subscribe on YouTube, on Twitch. Uh, you can follow More Than Friends on Facebook at facebook.com slash be more than friends. Uh, we really do appreciate all of it. Uh, but if you can... Some of it. All of it. If you can spare some change... <laughs> Um, to make a change, then visit mtfproductions.com oh, slash donate. <laughs> it really does help. You're a disgusting human being. But until next time, ladies and gents, okay, bye. Yep. We'll see you on the 9th, actually. Right? The 9th. We'll see you on the, the night ninth. of the 9th. The night of the 9th. After the Game Awards. The 9th of 9s. All right. Love, love, love. Okay, bye. <laughs>